and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, is the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for our first All Who's Tweeting episode. Who's tweeting? All of it. That's right. That's right. As we start our new format here on the show here in 2021, we'll be giving you an episode each week still, but this one will be all about your feedback, all about your emails, your DMs, your thoughts and musings, your feedback, and also maybe talk a little new news. New news. Breaking. Breaking news. You know, we'll be talking about all of it in these episodes. So to get us started, it only makes sense that we kick off this inaugural episode with a new segment, Who's Coming For Us? Who's Coming For Us? Guns a-blazing. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we were very honored to have received the, the high award of Best Podcast 2020 on the r slash new metal page over on reddit still honored weeks later really truly great but as everyone knows when you get up high when you get that gold people are going to come for you and where are they going to come for you why (laughs) right back over at r slash new (laughs) metal in which one day you're hot next day you're not that's right you know we got a week we got a week to soak it in we got some DMs, we got some texts, we got some messages to head on over to the page to see the headline, Hot Take, Roach Coach Hosts Don't Really Like New Metal. And I said, here we go, baby. Here we go. <laughs> and so, you know, people were messaging us like, hey, man, I said, listen, listen, this was bound to happen. We came out on top. It's all good. You know, the POD cast guys were messaging us saying, hey, what's going on? I said, no, no, it's all good. You know, because uh, I read through the thread. And I wanted to say that the person who started the thread, who I won't put on blast, because everyone's entitled to their own opinion, that's what the show is about, did start off their statement by saying, they're really funny and I enjoy listening to them, sure. And I was like, mission accomplished. Can't ask for more. Can't ask for more. All right. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. This is going well so far. (laughs) So far. Uh, but, um, But they feel that our reactions are too cliched. And um, that we get overly offended by way too much. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder who they're talking about there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the thread was an interesting mix of people saying, no, no, we like the show. And people saying, no, I agree. One person just said, who? To which I say, fair enough, sir. <laughs> right on time. That, that, that's, you right know what? On time. You know what? Facts. Totally. Um, I and uh, I think we all agree our favorite bit was the... Uh, there's the slight accusation that we're all rich, and that's why we don't um, like new metal enough. And Matt, right before the show started, uh, we started recording. You, you were saying that you're not rich, right? <laughs> I, was, I was, and then I also said, and why would that be the reason I don't like new metal? <laughs> I oh, don't know. This, all this money in my ears is uh, keeping me from hearing that new metal nonsense. It is. You can't hear those tasty drops, those hot riffs, and those rap vocals if you got all those 20s and 50s shoved in those ear holes. That's true. It's hard to hear through all of our piles of money. <laughs> <laughs> we listen to every album while Scrooge McDucking in our vaults. 100%. I mean, I think that's interesting I, I will be honest, I didn't go read the thread because gotta love yourself, you know? But, and I also knew other people would read it and tell me the highlights of it all. Uh, but, like, we've talked over the years, like, it's not the first time that we've received feedback that uh, we don't like new metal enough, or I don't like new metal enough, or Matt doesn't like new metal enough. And that has been a big part of the show over the years. I feel like to say we're not fans of new metal after this many years of doing a show about new metal and finding positive things to say about albums that are rough, like it depends on your definition, sure. But the goal of the show isn't to just celebrate new metal, it's to establish a canon. 
and also to dick around yes. with each other. Yes. Massively dick around. Yeah, <laughs> Massively dick around. Massively dick so around. I understand. I understand where this person's coming from. I understand why they think our reactions are cliched. Um, I, you know, I get it. Like, I, I can hear that. I don't, I think that they're thinking, I think what they want from the show is different than what maybe we want for the show. And probably different than what we could ever give them in this show. I think it would be disingenuous at this point, especially if we, if one of us turned into a full fledged new metal scholar, because that's never necessarily been what this show has been about. Maybe I'm wrong. No, no, I think you're right because I've always felt the show was a large, in a large part about discovery, you know, finding out about bands that we did not know about and finding out about sounds and influences that we weren't aware of. And that seems to be a bit of pushback as well, that we didn't know about certain bands. It is what it is. I mean, I'm, I, I can't go back in time and, and know about Dry Kill Logic. I know about them now, but I, I didn't I didn't then. And... I think about that. I think about that often, Lauren, because I don't think any of us when we started were like, we're going to be doing this for four plus years. We were like, we're going to do a podcast about new metal. And what did it mean to us at that time? Probably what it meant to 85 to 90 percent of people who bought new metal albums back in the day. It meant the big names. And then there was this hardcore, never-say-die, new metal fan base that kept it going throughout the years that we've been lucky enough to meet, that have been lucky enough to help us, send us suggestions, you know, kind of guide us along the way, open our eyes to a lot of stuff. But it's like, without them knowing, the journey wouldn't have been as much fun if we would have already known it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, Jenny. Oh, no, that's okay. You go. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's that's the thing is that I think about of so many episodes that we have that wouldn't have happened if someone hadn't written into us. I mean, still to this day, the person who wrote into us and said, "You guys got to do Addiction, this Italian new metal band," we would never have found those guys on our own because I will Google around all the time and think and I've said it. I feel like I've said it countless times in the show that I feel like we've heard of every band. We've heard of every band. There's no way there's any band we don't know about. And then I was on Instagram yesterday, and we're constantly being you know recommended. There's so many new metal fan pages on Instagram. I love them all because the dedication is hardcore, 100%. Those guys really know their stuff. And this guy's just posting covers of albums. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we did them. Oh, yeah, we've heard of them. Yeah, they've been recommended. And then I see some band, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I want to say they're called like Thumb. And I was like, I never heard of Thumb. No one's ever recommended Thumb. Here's another one. I'm going to I'm saying it right now. And I feel like we're going to get a message. Oh, Thumb, that fool, that Thumb record. You want to open up the pit? You, I can't believe you guys haven't done Thumb. You know, it's, you know, there's so much. There's always, it's this, I never thought this. I, Dude, man. Shippy wrote you. Yes. And wrote the show. And he was like, I can tell you and lead you to the East Coast Boston New Metal Authority. The guy who knows every single East Coast Boston area band encyclopedia. He's like the encyclopedia. And we're like, please. <laughs> please and thank you. You know, I mean, it's uh, it's all about discovery. And honestly... The thing I got out of this thread, going back to this thread and and the subsequent sub-threads that came from it, because when you're hot, you're hot, is that if we can spend five years of our lives working on this stuff to get people this hot up enough about it, we're doing something right. I agree. We're doing something right. And I'm unwilling to part with my unspeakable wealth to enjoy new metal one ounce more than I already do. <laughs> I will not be giving up my jewels or my gilded home <laughs> to enjoy new metal one ounce more than I do. 
Oh man, you guys! <laughs> you did figure out the secret. <laughs> Said if you're rich, you can't like new metal. Uh, let me tell you, if you guys had been at Jenny's wedding, and Matt, you and I were sitting there, and you were like, "Are these forks made of diamonds?" And I was like, "I think so," but I mean, Jenny's super rich. That's why she only likes new metal a little bit. A little. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> everybody i mean the secret's out the secret's out so. the secret is out the secret is out all right well thank you so I, much I was, oh, at the Matt. end of the day too I, I, I was just grateful for the feedback because sometimes like people aren't willing to say that they aren't willing to like actually give their honest opinion and i felt like we were getting some honest opinions i think it's valid like anything I think it is their opinion, but honestly, I was I was kind of glad to hear it, um, and it just keeps us going. Keeps us, you know, it keeps us grounded, you know, when we're surrounded by all this fucking wealth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's here's something that I, I we forgot to mention is that yeah. I think some people uh, went from the Reddit boards directly to the iTunes boards to write some reviews. Uh, you are right, Matt, and. We do have, I, I guess we can just jump right ahead to this segment that is called the Twisted Two Hundo. Twisted Two Hundo, Juggalo Hundo, Hundo Never Dundo. Never Dundo. So, Matt, when we last spoke with you, you had hit us with a bombshell that we were actually creeping up on actually meeting our goal of 200 reviews on iTunes to then do a twisted episode that is correct the last update that you had from me was that we were 21 reviews away we were at 179 reviews and that is a combination of reviews not just from u.s itunes but itunes around the world so if you just go to u.s itunes you'd be like uh you guys are still a ways off but when you combine all of yeah. the citizens of the world who have left us a review on, on iTunes. Matt, you have a new number for us tonight. I do. It's pretty powerful. So I'm going to try to run through these countries as well as I can remember them Okay. quickly, just to kind of give you some context here. The U.S., we have 158 reviews. Great Britain, 7. Canada, 6. Mexico, 1. Uh, Australia, 14. Represent. Denmark, 2. Finland, 2. The Netherlands, 1. The Philippines won. Russia won. SE is Sweden, I believe. That is four. And Thailand is one. We are sitting at 198 reviews. Wow. Wow. We are two away. We are two away. The twisted two hundo. Hundo never dundo. Wow. Jenny, your dream of riding a Ouija planchette. It's, it's so close to coming true. Hey, thank God. That's all I can say. Yeah. Also, we got to make sure we do the record that has that video, or you will be very disappointed. So I, we I'll will. Just, we will got to. I'll just that work out. it in. I'll work it in somehow. <laughs> we'll work it in. All right. So there you have it. We're two away. So if you have not reviewed us yet on iTunes, please head on over. And if you're not sure, like we always say, if you're not sure what to say, if you're not sure how to, to, to say what you feel. And we have some examples because we have five new reviews to go over. Jenny, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Let me just get those little bad boys in front of me here. <laughs> just give me, me one second. Let me just tweak the old box here. Just... Yeah, let me just... Uh, there's one that I want to read. I'll just read them. Okay. <laughs> this is what I want to read. It's, and again, we're saying... You leave the review you want to leave. Okay. So this one is entitled, I don't understand. <laughs> I will say <laughs> not a strong start, but it is a review. We go to the stars. We see there's only one there. <laughs> hey, yeah. baby, that's better than zero stars. Uh, be prepared to hear the host talk crap about most of the unknown new metal bands. They berate some of the most beloved new metal albums in the new metal community. 
They are not fans of new metal. They never heard of Motograder, never heard of Taproot. That's not true. Never heard of Dry Kill Logic, never heard of Guano Apes. Listen to the Motograder album episode. They laugh through the entire podcast at how bad they think the songs are. They are not real fans of new metal. This is from user I love. Well, I guess I shouldn't say who it was. I won't say who it was. <laughs> um, Put them on blast. No, but I'm still going to say thank you for the review. Thanks for the review. There were no lies detected in there. You're entitled to your opinion. We did laugh through the entire podcast about how bad we thought the songs were <laughs> and the lyrics. You're right. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. To write that and get us one review closer to listening to Twisted. There you go. All right. So thank you. Uh, we also got a review. And uh, this one, this grabbed my eye right away. It says, new metal is back, baby. New metal's back, baby. Five stars. They said, I heard about this podcast from a gentleman at my local T-Mobile store, and it's been a lot of fun hearing people talk about classic new metal records, as well as that new new baby. If you like new metal and you aren't listening to this podcast, you are a sick, twisted individual. Keep on rolling, baby. Keep on rolling, baby. And we got another one that says appointment listening. It says, well, I don't rush to defend new metal. I've adored the show for years. Hosts Jenny Lauren and Matt are excellent personalities who strike a balance between genre fandom, critique, and humor. Roach Coach drives at, dives admirably into acts and albums of a musical styling pop culture had little time for. Great weekly listen. Keep it rolling, baby. Keep it Thank rolling, you. Baby. Thank you. Uh, this one, here you go. This is in all caps. Sick riffs and good chat. Five stars. And then, oh, and this entire uh, the entire review is in all caps. Nothing but wall-to-wall bangers. Never realized how hard some of these tunes slap till you hear Matt activate a pit to them. Hope you know I pack a chainsaw. Peace out. <laughs> XXXX. Here we go. And finally, we have uh, one more review. It's the perfect reassessment of new metal. New metal was a genre I grew up with and was initially obsessed with. At a certain point, I, like many people, soured on it. This podcast helped me reconcile my early love with the hatred I later developed. I've listened to every episode and it's caused me to soften a bit. I now have a new appreciation for a band like Static X, which is something I never thought I'd be saying at 30. While the show is definitely about new metal, it's also about being a more open-minded listener. The hosts keep things light and funny, but don't shy away from critiquing the uglier aspects of the genre. Also, this podcast is even better if you grew up in Michigan when the stuff was big. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody who wrote us in and gave us a review. Because you just got us a little bit closer to the Twisted 2 Hundo. And we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, we also have to talk about who's recommending. Who's recommending. Who is. And uh, over on Twitter, commenter None Your Business said, If I may bring another band to your attention, this Australian outfit called Another Race, these guys are so underground they don't even have a Wikipedia page. They released one album in 2002 and are more in the rapcore vein like Head P.E. And they gave us a YouTube link, but I took a screen cap and thus cannot send it to you, Matt. All right. Idiot. So the number one song for another race is Jumpin'. Okay. So I'm going to go with that. We'll see what we got.
That sounds like it has a middle eight that's pretty tight. That that's a party. That's a party pit. If you're, that's a party pit. If you're at another race show, it's gonna be a party pit. Let me just say, if you're in Australia, it might be. Uh, what do we think? Did they they have jeeps? Some jeeps. Some <laughs> they, this some they sport might. utes. Some sport utes. This <laughs> this could this this does have this does have some real jeep music vibes. Jenny, what'd you think of that one? I would say it sounded like a party. I'd like to hear more. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Nanya, for your recommendation. Uh, Jenny, we also we got a we got a message from Mike. We did. Mike says, "Hey, all great podcast. I've been binging through the pandemic. How about an episode on Carnival's Themata? They became more progressive throughout the years, but this album might be appropriate." Thanks. Thank you, Mike. And so I shot over to the long list just to double check and see what was going on. And indeed, Carnival is on the long list. So definitely been recommended before. I guess this is this might be the start of the Carnival push. So thank you. Thank you very much. Next, we got a, ma- a message from Matt Parnum. He uh, sent us a list of bands. He said, can't remember if any of these bands have been mentioned. Maybe a New World Month or something. And these are all bands uh, from outside our native United States. He recommended Keychain from Montreal, Canada, and their song, Primetime. Front Street from Netherlands, their song, Snake. I think that, I feel like Snake has been recommended. And Alpha Kenny Buddy from Dubai, United Arab Emirates, and their song, Switch It Off. Hmm. Hmm. I am curious to hear some Alpha Kenny Buddy. Same. Let's see what we can find. This is Unknown Application by Alpha Kenny Buddy from their album Less Than 1000. Nope, that's not the name oh. of this album. Oh, okay. Well, Matt, Matt do you want to... It wanna... just has less than a thousand plays. Oh. <laughs> oh, what a burn, Matt! Burn. Uh, Matt well, well, Matt, do you want do you want to do the song he mentioned here? The switch it off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Less All right, than a here. Thousand. <laughs> From the album "Violent Asymmetry," here's Alpha Kenny Buddy with "Switch It Off." that opening Woo. should i keep it rolling i i gotta see what these boys do in the chorus You know, Jenny, you, you say a lot when we hear something interesting, you say, uh, you know, I'd like to hear more. I'd like to hear more. I'm going to up the ante on this one. I need to hear more. I need mm. to hear more of these boys. This well, was that's fair. That's this, fair. This was this was something. Else. This is like, man, over there in Dubai, you do you do you doing a you doing a pit up in the Burj Khalifa. What are you what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm I'm hyped. This is great. Jenny, what would you think? I thought it was great as well. And as I often say, I'd like to hear more. Now, do I need to? You know, more so than some of the other stuff. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> I, like, I like your need to hear more. I suspect we'll... I really like the band name, I have to say. Alpha Kenny Buddy. That's a pretty good one. Absolutely. Yeah. Matt, I know you were feeling that. I was definitely feeling that. 
kind of took me to a little whispery tool town, but it kept me in it. Kept me in it. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha Kenny, buddy. We we see you. And uh, thank you, Matt, for the suggestions. Um, we also got a message, uh, Jenny, uh, from Misbehaven over on Twitter. Yes, we did. Uh, and they said, for all the bands slash albums that don't make it into the canon, you should do a Room 101 show every so often for the worst of the worst. Each of you puts forth your case for one and a neutral party decides which is banished to the room. E.g. 911, any number relating to the genre. And then they came back and said, LOL, I've totally got that number wrong. 311 is who I was thinking of. 911 were late 90s English boy band. They probably wouldn't make it in the new metal canon either. So I appreciate this idea. Now, I'm not familiar with what a Room 101 is. Do you know what that is, guys? I'm not familiar either, but my my gist of the suggestion was this sort of idea that, like, if we're creating a, a, a canon with the best of the best going in it, then the Room 101 is where we send the worst of the worst. There's stuff that we... It's, uh, oh. it's an allusion to the Ministry of Love in George Orwell's novel, 1984. Oh. It refers to a torture chamber. I Ooh. see it. Also looks like it was a comedy, like a British comedy show in the 90s as well. Okay. So, but that was, it was based on 1984, Matt. So, there we go. There you go. I Googled it. Okay. I didn't ask the question to see if you knew because I knew and I wanted to prove that I knew. I had no fucking idea. And then I Googled it just to be clear. I put my Google fingers to the test for that one. I didn't remember that. Okay. I've read 1984 and I can't remember that. 1984 has been coming up a lot lately. It has been coming up a lot. It has been coming up a lot. popular book. It is. It is. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting that this suggestion comes up the same week that everyone says we don't like new metal enough. And this would give us the option to banish stuff we do not like to uh, the worst place to be, the Room 101 torture chamber. Because um, right now, I mean, we've got the cannon. We've got the new metal junk drawer. We've got the new metal mantle, which currently only has um, the mom from Serial Joe on it. Oh, and we have the genius list. So we tend to get more accolades than... I we guess. have a junk drawer, but that's loving. It is. It is. I mean, you know, I, I think what it is is something that you've said, Jenny, though, about, you know, these bands that we talk about, some of them not so popular, some of them very popular, and we still don't like them. But they, uh, you know, they still, they went to the studio every day. They laid down some tracks. They worked with some big names and some little names, and they put a record out. And it sold a thousand copies, a million copies, many millions of copies. And the effort was there. I don't know if I necessarily, I feel like if we're, you know, to use an example from earlier, if we're just going to laugh through a whole episode about how bad your songs are, I don't know if we need to do anything more to you after that. I don't know. That's my, that's my feeling. Plus, as we pointed out, we do so many albums on this show that after we've lived with it for a while, we kind of put it out. And if we didn't like it, we hope that it'll leave us now in the case of hot action cop, Jenny, you and I have been haunted by these songs since we did that episode. It's the ghost true. of the hot action. Cop. Um, it's true. I, I was walking around my job humming something and realized it was hot action cop. And I was furious. So, you know, I don't know. But all the same, though, an interesting creative idea. Perhaps we may reach a record now going forward that will be like, this record, you go to Room 101. I mean, we are talking through sort of Patreon-specific content to offer. Maybe it's less an entire album and more a thing i think of the crazy town album cover comes to mind as something that we mm. might say is that 
Is that worse than, I don't know, something else? I mean, there are things that could be taken to task. It's true. It's something true. to think about. Something, something to, to think, think about. about. Something to think about. All right. Well, thank you, Misbehaving. And uh, and now it's time to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? The answer, Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. And I, every time I see Mike's emails, I'm always like, the guy from Limp Biscuit? Maybe. Maybe not. He's never specified. Subject of this email, something for the long list. Says anyone ever suggested Sugar Ray's 1995 album Lemonade and Brownies? I'm pretty sure it hasn't been covered yet, but I'm sh- not sure if it is on the long list. If it's already on the list, or if you end up listening to it, I apologize. <laughs> the song Meme Machine is fun and dumb, but I am not sure if it is quote good. Thank you for all that you do and keep it rolling, baby, Mike Smith. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I know that we did a sugar ray song on our live episode new metal songs by non-new metal artists but it has come up that you know lemonade and brownies the first sugar ray record is very new we've never done sugar ray on the show sugar ray has circled the show a few times we know they were contemporaries their peak was the same time as that new metal peak 1459 that record that dropped same year as significant other right around the same time as stained right the same time as follow the leader so it's there dj lethal was on this record according to wikipedia Mm. matt sugar ray thoughts real quick well, it's kind of funny that we're mentioning some Sugar Ray thoughts as I have looked through um, copious amounts of uh, podcast feedback to get the count for um, the Juggalo Hundo, Twisted 2 Hundo, Hundo Never Dundo. It's never done. Never. Maybe, um, maybe this will change our mind. Best and only podcast focused on this concept i would imagine it doesn't allow me to blow it up a little bit they they research well enough the witty banter is lackluster at best but not bad enough to turn me off from listening written by mark mcgrath (laughs) well it had to have been him it had to be let's i i know the song mean machine oh yeah Uh, yeah oh yeah i think I don't remember if we did Mean Machine on the episode where we did the non-New Metal songs. I thought we did maybe Breathe, which was on the uh, Floored album. Okay. Well, yeah. But yeah, it does have a new tag. Funk Metal, Rap Metal, New Metal, Lemonade and Brownies. Look, let's not rule it out. Let's put it on the long list. All right. All right. I hear you loud and clear. Sugar Ray, you're going on the long list. You're going on the long list. There you go. Well, thank you, Mike. I mean, we just did hot action cap. Put it on the fucking <laughs> Matt, when you're right, it's you're true. right. It's true, true. We also got an email from Eric. Uh, the subject, these guys legends. Love the subject there. <laughs> Uh, Eric says, hey guys, just checking in. Been listening for about a year now. Your show has been my favorite podcast and most played this year. Out of the 53,000 minutes I have logged listening to podcasts and songs, you took the top spot in 2020. Going back in time to albums like Deftones, Issues, and Untouchables was nice to sweep the dust off and throw them back into my rotation. I also found one of my new favorite songs that I somehow had never heard before listening to the show Soulfly jumped the fuck up, which in my opinion has Matt's best pit activation so far. 3530 episode 98. Yes, I went back to look. It's that good. Uh, If you're looking for Rex, I don't have much to offer other than going down on it by hot action cop. (laughs) Ah! Most of the bands I had in mind have already been played or recommended. I'm basically just bringing the little mixed nuts can to the party. 
makes me look good, but probably still unopened when everyone leaves. Well, we cracked into those nuts last (laughs) week. Uh, Hope my Midwesterner mom, Funky Ken, Fop twins, Matt, Jenny, and Lauren, and everyone had a happy and safe new year. Love the show. Chef's kiss. Thank you, Eric, for the lovely email. Thank you, Eric. Much appreciated. Uh, Next up... I'm going to guess on the way to say this name. Um, I want to say it's... They K- did sign off with just the letter K. Okay, then maybe it's Kajel. Maybe it's Kel. Maybe it's Kel. Maybe the J is silent. I don't know. Either way, the subject is, are you down with the orange? It says, hey, coaches. Excited to check out your Sloan episode. I forgot y'all were doing personal faves. And for a second, I was like, did Sloan do a new metal album? Anyway... <laughs> I noticed y'all haven't covered any Norge, Orange 9mm. I know they're thought of as hardcore, but their album Driver Not Included has a decidedly new sound, in my opinion. Also, they opened for Corn and Deftones back in the day. Here's a tune for y'all to get the vibe. Let me know what you think. Okay. And then we got another message from Silver Spring. Subject, big fan. Says, hey, y'all. Just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the show. Have been listening ever since you guys guested on the POD cast, and I'm totally hooked. Listening to your Hot Action Cop episode right now, and I gotta say, this band is a nightmare. What trips me up the (laughs) most is that the instrumentals and riffs are kinda good. Like, if you got rid of the whack vocal delivery and some of the corny bells and whistles, it could almost sound like Porcupine Tree. Which, granted, I know some think are corny as hell, but, like, are listenable... Anyway, I'm curious, have y'all ever considered adding the band Orange 9mm to your long list? I know they're more known in the hardcore world, but between Tour with Corn, Deftones, and New Metal, Step Papa's Helmet, I'd say they're pretty new. Check out the tune below to see what I mean. Keep it rolling. Okay. Keep it rolling, baby. So, the uh, we were sent the same link by uh by both of them matt i'm gonna send it to you right now all right here is high speed changer from the album driver by orange nine millimeter That sounds pretty new to me. That sounded very new to me. I got to tell you guys, I have not thought about Orange 9mm since AOL chat rooms. Like, I feel like that's the last time I heard somebody talk about this band. Like, this is, wow. I have not, I, I want to say maybe like Z-Rock talked about this band. This is this is going back. This is a band I have not thought about. Jenny. I haven't i don't know that i'd actually heard this band before now i'd heard of this band or i'm trying maybe somebody i knew had like a sticker or something i don't know yeah it seems it seems very familiar but look i don't want to shock anybody but i'd like to hear more (laughs) (laughs) you did you see the album cover jenny no i didn't but i will goo goo it yeah the the orange nine millimeter driver album cover is record store lore like that was they really really had a strong push and we had tons of promo cds of this one we had tons of posters for this one and unsurprisingly i never listened to a note of this one yes seeing this album cover 100 percent yes 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 well 
There we go. There we go. Well, with a double push for Orange 9mm, I, I think it makes sense we got to put them on the long list. So got to put them on the long list. Thank you both for the recommendation. And, uh, and now, you know, we did an episode all about Dracula 2000. Dracula 2K. And we got a little feedback. We did. Gareth Davies says, this up is a hot one, you guys. I went on a journey. First, I got super excited because I thought this was that one with Space Dracula and Coolio, but that was Dracula 3000. <laughs> Great movie. But then hearing Jenny recap this one makes me think I've been barking up the wrong millennium. I gotta see this one. This Dracul is not out for blood. He only wants what's beautiful. And the soundtrack, it's got it all. Fully accredited bangers from top tier new metal bands. An unexpected cover song. Very literal vampire songs from old metal titans. Some underdogs and up and comers. Monster Magnet. Love it. Thank you, Gareth. Thank you, Gareth. Uh, Jenny, I feel like the possibility of you watching Dracula 3000 is very high. Yes. Uh, I honestly don't remember if I have watched Dracula 3000, but I would be willing to bet quite a lot that at some point in my life, I will watch Dracula 3000. That'll be a, it rolls on stars Saturday afternoon and I just don't change it situation. There you go. There you go. Uh, Garrett Fuller said, went up to Best Buy today thinking it was going to be like Nolan's Virgin Megastore. Nah, man. All naughties, zero hotties. Ah, well. <laughs> great episode. Garrett, you've got to try to go to Best Buy when you are a Dracula. All right? It's going to change the whole vibe. 100%. That's true. It's true. Can't do it as a mortal. That's the problem. Jeffrey Thomas says you guys are usually so good with details, but I gotta call him like I see him and say you dropped the ball with the interpretation of the ending. Spoilers for the 20-year-old film ahead. As Mr. Chekhov and his gun teach us, everything introduced to an audience should come up into play later. Mary brings up the idea of seeking forgiveness to Drac before some explosions. Then, as he finds himself hanging by the figure of Christ, he releases Mary from his control and then spends a while looking straight upward into the figure's face. He wouldn't do that before out of guilt and anger, but hanging from the statue, he finally asks forgiveness, and that is what allows him to burst into flames and die. Personally, I like the Judas mythology. I've seen some other biblical characters use the same way for vampire backstories, Cain, Lilith, and it makes a lot more sense than something completely unrelated culturally, like, say, some ancient Mesopotamian statue people, cough, cough, watch it, Jeffrey, I was with you till the end. <laughs> Don't come for the queen. Oh, <laughs> uh, but. I think you're right. I think we did miss that. So thank you very much. Thank you. Listen, we were we were distracted by all the incredible selection at the Virgin Megastore and its entire all hotties, no naughties, staff and clientele. It can distract you from the obvious metaphors and story structure being placed in front of you. Thank you very much. Jax Lawson said, why do I want to watch this so much when everyone is insisting it's so terrible? We were incredible salesmen, <laughs> and we will sell you on Dracula 2000. That's how we got so rich. That's how That's we got right. so rich. Uh, Elric says, in an issue of Revolver Magazine back around 2002-2003, Rob Zombie listed this movie at number one in his top five worst horror movies countdown. This is what he said about it. This may be the worst movie ever committed to film. I found every single thing about it to be offensive from top to bottom. You just stare at it in shock. I especially hate the fact that they drop a Virgin Megastore product placement in the film every 10 seconds. It's just the most disgusting piece of shit I've ever seen. Dracula is a tough character to play. You've got to really bring something to the table. And I don't even remember the guy in this movie. Everything about this movie is complete horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Zombie with that hot take. Oh, very hot take from Rob Zombie. Brianna Wolf said, I felt so much joy in my heart every time I heard the words Virgin Records Megastore. 
Okay, different opinion. There you different go. Opinion <laughs> Brianna Wolf was like, if you had sat next to Rob at that screening, it would have been a real, like, he just would have been like stewing, like, just sighing. He'd have been like, look at the selection. Look at how lax they are if you've got to go home because you don't feel good. It seems like a great place to work, Rob. Seems like a great place to work. Have you looked into the benefits package, Rob? Just saying. Mm. He probably hasn't. He probably hasn't. hasn't. He hasn't. Chad Worrell says, my songmeetings.com Esquire comment coming up. One good Creed song, that first album was fire. Fight me. Hey, I won't, Chad. Nope. We're not going to fight you, Chad. You are allowed to like the first Creed album, but that's it. It. That's it. That's <laughs> Anything it. more. Don't you dare come to me <laughs> talking about that second creep. That's going to get dangerous. Oh, man. Human <laughs> play, I'll let it slide. Uh, let me tell you, if you come to me and start talking about weathered, absolutely not. Is that the one where their faces are on a tree? <laughs> That's right, Matt. Fucking hell. Oh, don't even come here talking about weathered. Don't you dare. And, uh, and we have a comment from Cameron Lamance. Who said, this reminded me of high school and the large group of people who played Vampire the Masquerade and took it way too seriously. Those people were really weird, not like me, who was a normal, respectable Westland juggalo. Thank you, Cameron. I also had people in my high school who definitely played Vampire the Masquerade a lot. And it's good to know that every high school had them. Yeah, I went to high school with Cameron. We graduated the same year, and I can confirm he was a respectable Westland juggalo. One of the people from a neighboring high school who was too into Vampire the Masquerade bit me while I was at work. We worked together and they bit me and they got fired. And yeah. then everybody was mad at me for overreacting to him biting me. Overreacting? Yes. <laughs> they were like, you're such a like a, I think they called me like a preppy or something. They were like, you're, I can't believe you got him fired for biting you. So. Did you just hear that sentence, you fucking maniac? (laughs) I mean, you know, when I was like, well, I was probably like 15 or so when that happened. And I was like, I did overreact. But I mean. No, you didn't. He bit me. (laughs) You know what? You know what, Jenny? I think history is on your side in this one. I he think, broke uh, the skin. He broke the oh, skin? He Fuck bit all that. me he hard. Like, this guy was dedicated nah. to Vampire the Masquerade at a level. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. at not acceptable at the public library in Westland at the time. My gosh. <laughs> My gosh. Cameron, you took me back. Oh, Thank boy. you. Thank, Thank you, you. And uh And finally, we started it up last week. And we've already had incredible feedback on our Patreon. You can head over to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash roachcoachpodcast, and uh, donate to the show. Currently, we only have one tier. We're working on it, though. And, Jenny, we want to throw some thank yous out to uh, these early, uh, early patrons. We do. I'd like to say thank you to Gareth Davies. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> Timothy Henderson. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Reed. Oh, I got to do. I got to go back one. Thank you. Reed. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. We're trying here. Daniel Thank Terry. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. John Carpus. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank <laughs> Brianna you. Wolf. Thank you, Matt Farnham. Thank you. Thank you. Rachel Branson. Thank you. Thank you. Steven. Thank you. Thank you. Philip Leiter. Thank you. And finally... Garrett Fuller over at Wayne County Life. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. 
Thank uh, you. Thank you. We uh, we had talked about, oh, are we going to do this bit every week? I think this was the first time we'll do that. We'll find <laughs> another last. way to thank. We will. We'll find, we have we'll to try find. out. We got to try out different things. Different methods of Indeed. thanking people. Thank you. So thank you, everyone uh, who's donated to the Patreon. Much appreciated it. And uh, that takes us to the end of this special inaugural Who's Tweeting episode of the Roach Coach Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all your feedback. You guys make the episode. You guys make the show with your comments and your tweets and your messages. We love to hear from them. And uh, that's you know why part of the reason we said let's just dedicate a whole app to these beautiful Roach Riders and Indigo Angels because they deserve it. So until next time, oh, I should say, keep saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, coach with a K. Matt, I have a, a challenge. Um, <laughs> so, no, be, well, we have these new episodes, right? And normally we would play the song of the artist that we were going to do. But if somebody has something lined up that they think would be an amazing uh, intro song, you know, just something that gets you in the fucking mood uh, for Roach Coach, uh, send it our way. Uh, we, we we're taking submissions, baby. Submit those hot tracks. Submit those hot tracks to intro these hot who's tweeting apps. So until next time, Jenny. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Matt. Matt thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Now, who's hot, who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores? You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got pops, who mostly don't even...